And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio, we have... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight. And like I said, you're listening to The Political Show, where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. There was a pause there for a moment. <laughs> it's not that they forgot. <laughs> I put my foot on a fan. That's deep. That's deep stuff. I'm trying to move it. And this week's hot politics, we are speaking about the plan that sustainable development or these countries that are putting sustainable development plans in place, well, what they no, have for 2050. Countries. Well, specifically one nation. No, it's not one nation. It is. No? No. No, it's an international conglomerate. Uh, World Economic Forum, United Nations, Club of Rome. Technically, they are one nation. Technically, they are one nation. They're all one mind. But anyways, we are speaking about the fact... No, no. Really. That... Technically, they're one... No, no. Garbage. (laughs) That... No, I can't accept that one. So let's move on, because we agree to disagree. No, there's no disagree. They're not one nation. Okay. They're, they're multinational. Some of them are from Rome. The Club of Rome. Yes. The World Economic Forum is in Davos in Switzerland. United but Nations is in New York. But they all have the same agenda. So it's basically the yes, same but thing. But that doesn't mean because you've got the same agenda, you're the same nation. But they're all going for the one world government. I mean, we can have government. the same agenda as the DRC. It doesn't mean we're one nation. But they're going for one world government. So yeah, they're all going all for that, in the but future. That's, but they're not a nation, <laughs> Cynthia, please. Okay, so they're not a nation. I, I take back what I said. They're multinational corporations. What multinational. Pastor Gavin said is it. Is they, it. They, 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 they're nations, multinational, and they're corporations. In other words, there's no democratic processes. There's no nation. Yeah. It's a few people that are controlling everyone else, telling everyone else what to do, and to call them a nation. No. Okay. Because what is your nationality? Davos. No, <laughs> I'm no that's Switzerland. Then you're Swiss. <laughs> if you're honestly, from Davos, I'm joking. I was joking. If you, if you grew up in Davos, you're Swiss. <laughs> I grew up in Davos. <laughs> but no, Davos is a city. It's a place. Yeah, it is. Oh, actually. you do have a place? It yes. Is. That's oh. why they call it Davos. It's actually the World Economic ah, Forum. It's like you grew up in Janusburg. D- I mean, Davos. Uh, no, Black Knight and Gigs. I don't know what. Listen. Were you <laughs> smoking something before the show? No. No, no, no. I ate chips only. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the plan that they have for 2050 in terms of air transportation and, and stuff, that is what we're going to be speaking about. So, Pastor Gav, do you want to elaborate on that? Well, uh, I mean, obviously, air transportation is one of the things, but um, it, it leads on from what we were talking about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with all plans here in South Africa to eliminate coal and mm. all of these. And, and so what... I suppose basically what you could call today's show is the net zero agenda. Yes. And uh, it's back, to, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the think tank that produced all the philosophies around this, it's called the Club of Rome. Mm. 
I'm not going to go back further than that because it goes back further than that, but then I'd be called a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> but the, the Club of Rome produced a book called The Limits of Growth. It's uh, many people, including myself, when they were studying economics, had to learn about the limits of growth and uh, sustainable development. And you hear all of these terms, sustainable development. Now, sustainable development, those words in and of themselves are a valid term. Mm. How do you develop something that it's sustainable, that it can sustain itself? That, yeah. that, that's all good, and I'm all for that. But they're using those words and they've corrupted them to say, right, sustainable development means you need to not have any carbon emissions. They come with a very flimsy thing to say that the carbon emissions are causing global warming and that if the Earth temperature, um, you know, if, if it warms, then the polar ice caps will melt and the weather goes haywire and all your coastal cities will be flooded and uh, the, the Drakensberg will have a beach. You know, now in South Africa, there's a mountain range called the Drakensberg Mountain Range. The highest uh, peaks in South Africa are in the Drakensberg Mountain Range and um, it, it, it leads into Lesotho, where it's the Maluti Mountain Range and in Lesotho, it's even higher and we're talking high. We're mm. talking areas in South Africa where in the winter months it can have snow and that the basically, you know, with the global warming premise is that the Drakensberg Mountains will have a beach because the sea will rise up to the mountains. Mm. Um, and Cape Town and Durban and New York and Rio and London will all be gone because they'll all be underwater. That's deep. Okay, yeah. No, so, so that, is, that is what the whole, the, the whole net zero thing is based on this, this thing that says that because of uh, human carbon emissions, uh, the temperatures rise, the polar ice caps they melt and uh, the weather goes goes berserk and in certain places you end up with droughts and in other places you end up with floods it's deep yeah can i just question why do people say the bible talks nonsense if we believe such because i've read this in the bible with noah and stuff the world flooding and if people believe that that's possible i'm just questioning that yeah it's a good question yeah, because most of those people do say the flood's not possible. Yeah, but uh, so it's not possible for God to cause a flood, but it is possible for <laughs> climate change to cause <laughs> yeah, a flood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be speaking about. It's going to be hot, be awesome, and it's going to be real. Here's a song called "Great Are You, Lord."
Active FM. Radio has never been better. Great are you, Lord. How awesome was that track? It was really awesome. It was great. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> going back to our topic, so we were basically speaking about this whole thing about sustainable development and specifically looking at the plans that they have for 2050. Now, a publication by transportextra.com. Um, well, a lot of it's going to arise by 2030. Yes, mm. yes. Yeah. Uh, a publication by transportextra.com that was released in 2019 actually and this is what they said only three uk airports should stay open beyond 2030 and that's the title of the publication and it basically says a team of academics has called for the closure of every uk airport to ensure that greenhouse gas emissions are brought down to zero in 2050 international shipping will also have to cease okay sorry now i just want to i want to make a point there yeah so greenhouse gas emissions, number one, must be brought down to zero. Yes. Okay, I don't know if you understand what that means. <laughs> if human-related greenhouse gas emissions must be brought to zero by 2050. But how is that even possible when no, no, we no, have no, no, people no, no. living? Do you, do you know what that means? People must, be, people must die. People must be dead. Yeah. Goes because back to they the are, I mean, you're breathing out carbon dioxide, yeah. so that's now greenhouse ga- gas emission. Yeah. Yeah. So when they say the greenhouse gas emissions must be zero, okay, how, how do you get there? In 2010, Bill Gates did a TED talk. Yeah. And he had this formula. Yeah. As to how you reduce carbon. Yeah. And it's the number of people, the number of services, and a few other things. Mm. And to get everything to zero, then your P, your people, yeah, is going to have to be pretty close to zero. Yeah, I mean that's why they pushing. And he even said that as a joke. Everyone laughed, (laughs) and I thought I would have smacked him. (laughs) (laughs) So, so please understand if they're saying zero emissions, 
Yeah, I mean, but that's why they're also pushing things like transhumanism and and all of these things. Yeah, I just so want people to understand when yeah. they say we want to get greenhouse emissions to zero. Now, the, you know what the other thing is? Mm-hmm. Um, they they they're now not just talking about carbon. Now it's methane gas as well. Is it? Now I don't know if you know that methane gas. They call it like a heavy gas. Mm-hmm. And the more methane gas you got in the atmosphere, the more the Earth holds its atmosphere. Okay. Because every year the Earth is losing atmosphere; it's going off into space. Wow, I did not know no, that. No, it is, and so there's a lot of um, recognised science studies that have shown that in the past the levels of oxygen and carbon dioxide, yeah, so O two and CO two, yeah, were a lot higher than what they are now. Sure. And that the planet was. You know, um, when you go back a few thousand years, was a lot warmer than it is now. Yeah. Which actually fits into the creationist narrative. Yeah. So the whole climate change thing comes from an evolutionary narrative. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't work in a creationist worldview. Yeah. So the <laughs> we're doing all this net zero stuff based on a evolutionary worldview. Yeah. And the other thing is, is that the more carbon, the more greenhouse gases you have the more the Earth's atmosphere stays. And we're actually needing to pump carbon because over centuries, yeah. the Earth has been losing carbon. Sure. That's deep. So we need more. Yeah. The more we have, the more insulated we are, the warmer we are. Yeah. And the more our plants grow, the bigger people are, the bigger animals are. Mm-hmm. You know, all of, I mean, you, you know that you've got um, uh, fossils of giants and even giant animals, you know, all of that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, everything grows bigger when you've got a lot of oxygen and a a last example of this is what one of the treatments for people that are injured or sick Mm. is you put them in a oxygen chamber yeah yeah and then they heal quicker so they actually say international shipping will also have to cease with all uk imports and exports transported by train okay now the train it's either going to be like a diesel engine yeah or an electric engine yeah, I know they're pushing towards a lot of electrical. Um, yeah, okay, but cars how do you produce stuff? electricity? <laughs> it's deep. Okay, because when you have these solar farms, you're producing radiation. Yeah, which is the same as nuclear. Mm. Actually, the only the only sustainable ways of producing electrics are coal and nuclear power. And in countries where you've got massive rivers, you can do hydroelectric power. Hmm. Yeah. The other stuff doesn't work. Not not if you want to do mass train networks and stuff like that. Yeah. And then it ends off that So Sorry, what's, what's going to happen with your ability to travel? It's going to be limited, obviously. Limited? Yeah, stopped, limited. You can only For travel. For most people, it will be stopped. Yeah. You won't be able to travel. Yeah, because actually later in the article, it speaks about the fact that... Um, after 2050, they want to obviously bring back um, air transportation and stuff like that, but limited to sp- local areas. So people won't be able to travel internationally as much so as they used to but that's travel internationally. How's that going to make things better? According to their plan. Obviously, no, they no, use no, nice no, words no. so that they no, can no, that, deceive that, the no, people, no, but, but then lie. it won't so happen. That, that is a total lie. Yes. I mean... Uh, <laughs> So, sorry, the, the the planes flying locally versus internationally. I mean, it's still giving off the carbon. 
and i think you'll find more um flights happening locally than you'd find internationally so that yeah, even be, today that would be um releasing so more e- yeah emission yeah from the planes yes and then the chapter ends and says cars will have to become smaller and should only be used if it's full of passengers so that's basically the plan that they have for 2050 saying that all right we're going to cut down on air transportation we're going to instead of doing uh what's this fright is it frights yes frights through the sea and stuff like that they will do trains and cars can only move around obviously this is speaking about the uk cars can only move around if the car is full of passengers and this is how they say they will bring their greenhouse emissions to zero by 2050 so what are your thoughts on that obviously well first of all for greenhouse emissions to be zero there's got to be no people yeah so that's problem number one so you're talking about a mass extermination exercise Mm mm-hmm so please understand when they say zero emissions okay we talk because <laughs> people give emissions cows mm. give emissions sheep give emissions yeah and um what they're doing now is they're saying right we're shutting down all your sources of energy we're shutting down all of your modes of transport mm-hmm. and where are they building the alternative where are these new rail, rail networks that they're building? I would imagine on top of the ones that that already exist. No, no, they're not building it. Okay. I mean, we're talking that by 2030. Yeah. There's only going to be three airports in in the UK. In the UK. Yeah. So where's the rail network being built to transport these things? Th- they, they would have to have started. Yeah. In other words, they're shutting down our existing modes of transport, our existing uh, forms of energy. But there's nothing being built to replace it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at South Africa, we've got a transition to just energy. Um, Eskom is battling at the moment. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to shut down more than one thirds of the of the coal-fired uh, power stations. Where's where's the new form of power? Mm. And and where's the test that it's robust enough to be able to give you the base network that we've we've always had in South Africa? That's true. It's a real thing. So so they're cancelling what we've got. They're saying saying this is what we're going to transition to, but they're not building that stuff. You've only got that stuff in pictures. So the pictures look nice, but nothing's happening on the ground. Yeah. They're lying. That's a real thing. Black Knight, what are your thoughts? They're lying. (laughs) That's what I'm I'm thinking. I mean, mean, think about South Africa now, right? We did an episode in 2020. Yeah. In the deep of lockdown mm-hmm. when, when wave two mm-hmm. it was about this time of the year I yeah. don't know if you remember yeah mm-hmm. and uh, our, our railways have been stolen yeah we've it's only got the car train here in Johannesburg there's mm-hmm. no other railways running mm-hmm. yeah. the train stations have been stolen mm-hmm. the train infrastructure has been destroyed so we've got far less rail than what we had yeah. prior to 2020 mm-hmm. but now they're going to stop us with cars as well it's because all the all the stuff that used to be tra- passengers that used to be transported by train, uh, goods that used to be transported by train, yeah. all being transported by road now. Yeah, yeah. And with so, the so, country... So, so how does our government go and sign these deals to move to just energy? Where's sure. our railway network? That's true, because if you look at the Gautrain as well, it's also limited to where it travels to 
travels to actually one major airport in South Africa and only specific areas. So if you are in the south of Johannesburg, it doesn't travel to no. the south of Johannesburg. It only or travels the west. Or the west or, or the, the east. east. It literally just tra- travels north as well. So then those people that need to use transport going south, west or east don't have access to transport if this is the plan that they bring into South Africa as well. Yeah, so in other words, you're going to shut down the cars, you're going to shut down the planes. Yeah. We don't have a rail network. And so this is by 2030 now. Yeah. We're talking less than eight years. Yeah. We're talking seven years and, and what, three or four months. And that goes by in a blink of an eye. Yeah. No, no, but I mean, the thing is, even with Gaat Train, Gaat mm. Train took, and, and they built it really quickly. Eh? Gaat Train was built quickly. Yeah. But it took them about five or six years to build it. Yeah. Mm. So we have no, I mean, we virtually have no rail network yeah. outside of our train in Janesburg. Yeah. And you, you can't you can't take goods from between Janesburg and Durban and Janesburg and Cape Town anymore. Yeah. Because the railway network's gone. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So how are you going to transport goods? Yeah. How are people going to travel? Guess what? They're not going to travel. <laughs> what how, how's the food going to get to the cities? Yeah. What's also crazy is I don't understand our president. How can he sign all of these things when Africa as a whole we only put in six percent of emission into as as a global no, thing? I don't, no, six percent. Why? Gonna, why? Do I'm going to dispute. That's, your, no, that's I'm, Africa as I'm a whole. I'm going to dispute your six percent. <laughs> oh. I'm telling you now. That's what. That's what the stats. I, I don't <laughs> believe that Africa produces six percent of the six percent of the emissions that China produces. Yeah, obviously no, no, China no, no. has their own. No, no. Okay, I don't okay. believe Africa okay. produces six percent okay. of six percent of China's yeah. emissions alone. So, you, you, if you take six percent of China's emissions and you take six percent <laughs> of that, I don't believe Africa produces even six yeah, percent of China's emissions. But China did, did is not signing the deal. China is no, like no. But but, they, but but you you made a statement. We produce six percent of the emissions out of the stats. I'm saying, no, no, they're lying. The stats are a lie. <laughs> But either way, let, let, let's just say it's true. Have you seen either ba- way? Have we you shouldn't. Seen, have you seen Beijing? Have you seen Wuhan before lockdown? <laughs> have you seen how much smoke they got in the air? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were walking around with masks before. Yeah, way, because of way, pollution. Way, way before, yeah. yeah. Look, masks help with pollution. They don't help with viruses, but they do help <laughs> with pollution. Yeah. So, so I'm telling you now, I don't believe the African continent produces six percent of six yeah, percent of china's okay. emissions never mind the world's emissions mm. and i'm saying if you take china's emissions 100 right mm-hmm. say six percent of that i'm saying africa doesn't even produce six percent of the six percent never mind saying. the hundred percent no i agree yeah. with that and just quickly um so it's not just transportation that they're trying to limit or stop it uh, up until 2030 and, and things like that but it says that in one of the most uh, incredible reports about UK climate policy to date the network of academics also call for eating beef and lamb to be banned I mean we've spoken about this this is very personal to me <laughs> beef and lamb to be uh, banned <laughs> and for people to turn their heating down at home and wear more clothes to keep warm instead so not only are they controlling your travel and stuff but they're also starting to control what you eats so, so your diet and things like that if you actually look at a lot of the news networks or publications that are going out about health they're taking out diets that include 
are meat or whatever most of the diets now are only including vegetation and stuff and now they're also controlling how you live in your house and if you look at climates in the uk and stuff i mean we're in winter right now and we're complaining about the cold but the climates in the uk and and stuff is quite hectic that's why they built the houses with heating systems and and stuff so what are your thoughts on that or we know then we need to move on to the next segment but i just want to make one statement <laughs> if people are colder yeah the immune system is lower they get sick and they die quicker net zero emissions just saying net zero. <laughs> emissions here's a song called king of my heart
King of My Heart. That was an awesome track. It was really, really good. Now, we were speaking about the plan that the UK or publication that was sent out through UK re- academics and stuff about um, the fact that they want to close down airports. And we ended with the fact that not only do they want to limit the transportation and, and stuff, but also what you eat and how you live in your homes and, and stuff like that. And you mentioned a point uh, during the break about the fact that they also want to yeah, well limit I mean, the vegetation that you eat. Well, the thing is, um, they, if you look at what's happened in, 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 in Holland, yeah. so you know they, they, they're saying, first of all, um, they need to reduce the number of cows by 30%. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a deadline for that and then um, they're also saying that you can't use the nitrogen based fertilizers mm-hmm. which now affects what you grow from a plant point of view so you can't eat the meat but now you, you, you can't grow the plants because you can't fertilize the soil which means you're not going to have food mm. and, and what's happened now is that an artificial fruit crisis or fruit shortage has been created yeah. So people are going to starve. Mm-hmm. That's actually literally what's happening. Um, you know, a, as I'm watching these things and I'm, I'm listening to what these people are saying, it's become like unbelievable to me. Yeah. Um, so soon you're going to have to go hunting and stuff. Uh, yeah, and then and then there's even other challenges that are you know, <laughs> you know, relating to vaccines and diseases getting to animals and you know all sorts of things like that. Mm-hmm. Which you know, um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm just sitting here, and, and I, I, I absolutely and utterly cannot believe what you hear, how it's been accepted, and how these people are actually getting away with this because literally um, they're collapsing supply systems, and uh, you're gonna have mass death. Yeah, Black Knight. What are your thoughts? Um. I think it's it's um it's not far from um what Pastor Kevin just said in in thinking in just looking at how people are just accepting what has happened so far because already what has happened so far is ridiculous for people not to even like move a finger. Yeah. Um we with with um with this side with the whole petrol thing and then we have the shooting. I'm not saying the shooting is not serious, but once again a shooting was a smoke screen for what's really happening behind behind the scenes and um and we we have we have our president who's who hasn't spoken to us for a very long time um but is busy attending funerals and stuff like that so um yeah we we yeah it's a problem that um people can't actually see what's happening or or I don't know what's happening to the people themselves, but yeah, it's a problem. It's a very, very big problem if people don't wake up now because um, um, stuff to protect ourselves is being taken away. And by the time we wake up, that's what they're hoping, that by the time we wake up, everything has been taken away and then they can now control everyone um, single file individually. Yeah, and Karazan, it says in the report, um, obviously giving out stats about how 
their activities in the UK and, and, and stuff like that. But they say, although there are lots of new ideas about electric planes, they won't be operating at commercial scales within 30 years. So they're telling us that, okay, one of the ideas that they're going to use in terms of um, aviation and all of these things is electric planes, but that won't be possible until 30 years. Um, so zero emissions means uh, means that for some period we'll all, we'll all stop using uh, airplanes. Without flying, there will be growth in domestic and train-rich tourism and leisure. And then they say the report says all airports should close between 2020 and 2029, with the exception of Heathrow, Glasgow, and Belfast. These would close between 2030 and 2049. And then they say aviation could restart, could, not will. They use the word could could restart once a zero emission method of flight has been invented. Electric planes are under development but difficult. The limited rates of improvement in solar cell efficiency suggests that solar power will never be sufficient for multi-passenger commercial flight. Meanwhile, we have yet can, to can find I, a sufficient can, breakthrough. Can I make a point about yeah. that? Yeah. So, um, your solar power will never be enough to fly a commercial plane. That's what they're saying. Yes. So how is solar power ever going to um, be enough to power our factories? Yeah. You know, uh, the, the factories need far more power than a, than a jet airplane. Yeah. Um, and I'm talking about, you know, large factories that, that are large manufacturing concerns. Mm. Um, so so when, when you listen to this now... Um, you're not going to be able to travel. Mm-hmm. They're saying that uh, we're going to have electric trains and electric planes. How do you charge them? Hmm. Yeah. Okay, but you're shutting down the coal, the, the coal-fired power stations as well. So you're moving, you know, engine, you know, combustion, combustion engine modes of transport to electric, but you're shutting down the coal-fired power stations as well. You're shutting down nuclear power stations as well? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Yeah. Black Knight? What also doesn't make sense is the whole factor of shutting down <laughs> flights, and but we're still saying that tourism will still go up. That doesn't make sense. How's that even going to happen? But it does make sense in a world where I'm in my house and I'm wearing... what's what's What are those things? The VAR? Is it V... VAR is it virtual reality? Yes, if you're wearing that, that's <clears throat> that's where I think they're going with this because if people are not flying, but the it's gonna raise the tourism thingy up. It doesn't make sense. How is that gonna happen? Either than you being in your house and then they saying that you wear that thing and then you are, it's like you were there, you know, and probably make you pay through the internet to access whatever place you're trying to go to um, using the virtual reality thing. So it's, yeah, it's bigger than what people think it is. Yeah, so for me, just my last thoughts is that obviously if you go and you read about these things, so with the whole plan to shut down aviation and flights and all of these things fall under Destination 2050. So if you read through Destination 2050, a lot of the things they say sounds very nice. And I was reading it when I was doing my research. I'm like, oh, that is... It is interesting, but when you actually now look into 
the plans that they have and how they will do these things and the things that they will stop and now you look into the sustainable development plans as well and how it ties up with all of that and then you you listen to the 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 panels that they have at the world economic forum and the plans that the all these elite groups have and how all of these come together i mean we did that show about depopulation uh depopulation and how they're planning to to bring down the world population and this is one way they can do it if they want to get the emissions to zero they have to depopulate the the world and, and stuff like that so with all of that if you read and you do your research you'll find that a lot of the people won't agree to the plans that the people have. Obviously, they they use a smokescreen, like Black Knight said, where there's a shooting in, in, in a specific place, and that's what the media proposes. And small, small letters at the corner of the WhatsApp publication, you'll see then... Um, what our president did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically what they're doing, and I want to use a, a physical example, um, as to how this has actually worked out already and it doesn't work out the way they say mm. so they, they cancel existing infrastructure they build, they, they, they build pictures <laughs> of future infrastructure <laughs> they claim there's going to be future infrastructure now in 2018 the World Economic Forum made claims about Sri Lanka and they were also going on this whole sustainable development thing they were going down this whole road mm. and now everything's collapsed their financial markets have collapsed. Sure. Yeah. Their food systems have collapsed mm-hmm. because they've been implementing these so-called green policies. And now the, the this past weekend, the government's been overthrown by the people where the yeah. people just went into the presidential palace. Yeah, in fact, the president actually f- uh, f- uh, yeah, left fled. the country. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing is um, everything that the World Economic Forum said fell flat. Mm-hmm. And here's the other problem. When you watch the news now, they said, ah, this was just a corrupt government. Hmm. So that's exactly what's happening in South Africa with the ANC. Oh, that's just a corrupt government. Yeah. Now, what's being done is, is being done on purpose. And then, and then they, they, they frame it in a way to say, look, this is a useless government. So now they discredit government. Hmm. Hmm. And IS democracy doesn't work. And all of these things have been mm-hmm. set out. Many of the nations that, that fall under all of these processes now that are taking place with sustainable development, none of these guys that are doing this have been voted into their positions. Mm. So they just unelected bureaucrats, as they say, making decisions for everyone and saying you don't have a right to question or to, to, to challenge a thing. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that that you know, if 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 you're really gonna com- uh, you know, to, to if you're really gonna make the the claim that you're democratic is um, you actually need to discuss with everyone. Listen, are you happy that we embark on this climate change initiative? Mm-hmm. And then that, and and then, and then here's what I want to finish with, with with two points on this. The first is they say, no, you know, the people just really aren't sophisticated enough to understand this. So mm-hmm. we have to decide for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's literally their attitude. Mm-hmm. And the second thing that I want to, to, to mention is that we have a contrast here in beliefs. So if you go the belief of the Bible, the God of the Bible, it's a belief in life. Mm-hmm. This philosophy is a belief in death. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you've got the forces of life versus the forces of death that are on display. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Uh, what we saw in Sri Lanka, when you go down this road, 
people don't accept it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think their plans are to get the world's population down to a manageable level when they can control whoever's left. Yep. Yeah. In Romans 1 verse 20, it says... For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature has been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that the people are without excuse. The reason why these philosophies have worked um, in terms of, um, you know, uh, you know, people and, and getting people to accept what they've accepted is is because of the fact that people have not accepted the Lord. Mm. And I really want to say to anyone who's listening to the show, when people reject the Lord, everything else falls apart. Mm. When you look at Romans chapter 1, and you look at the progression of events that the Apostle Paul lays out there, it starts off with people not recognizing who God is. And what Romans 1 says is that God is obvious. Mm. If you look at the world around you, God is obvious. And then what happens is that you have a um, a collapse in terms of the morals. And I, and I want to say to you that if you're listening to the show today, you just go and look at all of the things that are going on. You go look at how many women are being raped. You look at the murders. Um, you know, uh, Black Knight mentioned the, the, the shootings and all of these things. This is coming out of a depraved society. And what, what Romans chapter 1 says is that if we reject the Lord and reject, we reject the knowledge of the Lord, then what happens is the society goes down and eventually God gives them over to a depraved mind. And when you have a depraved mind, you're not able to see reality. And so you begin to fight the things that are good for you and you begin to fight for things and accept the things that are bad for you. And this is where we are in the world today. I mean, I just want to, to, you know, to, to think about people are actually protesting for this climate change thing. When you look at it, it's pretty obvious when you start studying it that people are going to die. Mm. A transhuman world means you're going to die. Mm. Now, right now, it's 2022. I'm 53. So when 2050 comes along, you know, I'm going to be quite ancient. <laughs> if you understand what I'm saying. Um, you know, 2050, I'm 53 now. So 2050, I'd be over 80. Mm. I'd be about 81. Hectic. If you're 10 or 20 years old now, you're only going to be in your 40s or 50s. I'm trying to calculate how old I'll be. No, you'll be, I'll you'll be probably be in your 50s. You'll yeah. be at around the age I am now. Yeah. Maybe slightly sure. older. That's deep. And, 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 then, and then we're into a transhuman world, which means you, you'll exist in a computer, is what they're saying. Sure. The, the, the impact of, of this on humanity is grotesque mm. it's absolutely grotesque and this comes from a worldview of people that have rejected God and they come with all of these theories and they literally believe the world you know we need to kill all the people I want you to let that sink in for a moment you need to get back to God yeah the, the moment the moment you reject God you're at the mercy of Satan. When you're at the mercy of Satan, your worldview gets permeated with the stench of death. Mm-hmm. And so I want to tell everyone out there today, I know this is a political show, but it's a very non-political issue mm-hmm. as to where you're going to end up one day. 
And I want to warn you of that. And uh, you say, yeah, but how do you know God is real? What I'm saying to you is, the world is being ruled by people who say that God is not real. The universities are being ruled by people who are saying that God is not real. And what world have they produced? It's a mess. It's cruel. It's evil on, on so many different levels. Um, death gets celebrated like it's a human right nowadays. So really, you want to tell me that uh, that's a good thing? Hmm. And, and when people reject God, the world actually starts doing what the Bible says the world will do. There's no greater proof for me of the Bible's truth and authenticity of Romans chapter 1, saying that when a people rejects God, how that, that, that uh, society begins to devolve. Hmm. We've literally watched it. Hmm. And uh, the last thing I want to say about this is, it was about 15, 16 years ago, I actually did a talk for our youth group based on Romans 1. And I said to them in the future, they're going to start fighting fighting for pedophilia. I said they're going to fight for um, the, the, the transgender thing. I said they're going to fight for sleeping with the dead. That we haven't got to yet. They're going to fight for sleeping with animals. It's going to become a human right. And that was just to give them a picture of where the world was going to go. Gee, I didn't realize it was going to be this quick. Hmm. And literally all of it has happened. And it's not like I'm some great prophet, predictor, whatever. All I was doing was saying, looking at where we had come through the the sexual, the, the, you know, the sexual revolution and all of these sorts of things. And then at that point, I was saying, this is where we're going to go. And there are people in our church who were at that, that, that evening, hmm. you know, when I did that talk. And... <laughs> They know, they know that I predicted this. Hmm. And I predicted it based on the Bible. And so the fact that I'm able to take Romans 1, and I was able to predict where the world was going to go, and the world's actually gone there, proves the authenticity of the Bible, and the fact that it couldn't just have been written by a human guy named Paul over 2,000 years ago. Hmm. The wisdom of God is in there. And so you have a choice. Are you going to listen? Or are you going to do what much of the world is doing and that will lead to your doom? Yeah. yeah. So there you have it. Sure, that was awesome. This has been the political show with your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And in studio we've had... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight, right here on the political show where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. Active FM. Radio has never been better.